Well, hello! It's the BS Show, and I'm your host, as always, uh, Tim. And on the couch, I have a, a Mr. Caleb. Hey, everybody. And a Curtis. Oh, hi-de-ho there. Whoa. <laughs> hey, coming in hot. <laughs> Just turned into Ned Flanders. <laughs> Ned Flanders. It's the Ned Flanders podcast. It was, it was a sexy Ned Flanders. The sexy Ned Flanders. Oh, mm-hmm. hi-de-ho there. <laughs> mm. Uh, so to get a little update, uh, pod update and get housekeeping out of the way really quickly, uh, Drew, our beloved Drew has decided to step down from the podcast. Uh, baby number two probably has something to do with that. I would imagine that's a lot of it. Yeah. And we're coming to a post COVID normal life again, where everyone's going back to work, whether or not they like it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's part of the reason why Drew has stepped down or away. Hey, you'll probably be back on eventually. We'll see. We love you, Drew. Absolutely love him. Um, he's one of my good friends, so we wish him the best. And he'll probably be on Twitch uh, eventually. Uh, Twitch.tv backslash Breadland, if you want to see his velvety tones, see them because he's live there. Does that make sense? Sure. It yeah. does. Live streaming on Twitch. You can see his face. Yes. We can still <laughs> see his face if we want to. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, head over there if you want to hear life updates from Drew. And like I said, he'll probably be on the podcast eventually. But for now, uh, Caleb is joining us. Hey. So we'll have Caleb on pretty much every week. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> you've all made a huge mistake. Probably <laughs> such a mistake. I'm excited. It might have been my mistake actually to say yes to all of this. It's like, well, hey, <laughs> did you want? Say. Do you want some privacy in life, Caleb? Do you want to keep some things to yourself? No, not no, at all. No, no, I'm gonna no. put it all out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Every it's, week. It's been helpful for me. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Catharsis I, of it. Absolutely. It's like having a therapist that doesn't talk back. <laughs> I talk back. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just venting out life frustrations and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. I do that, too. Yeah, and, exactly. And we talk back to each other. We do. You called me a piece of shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I wanted to say more on the Tim Talks episode, and I didn't, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so we're going to start the show how we always do, uh, life updates. Uh, Curtis. Uh, so I'm still working on that transmission. It's been like a month. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's always like, there's something new that like, oh, we're missing this. Or what it is right now is we have a clearance that we can't get to. A clearance? Yeah, clearance. So, like, there's supposed to be... Like, By the way, in, in my mind, working on a transmission, I just visualize someone just rubbing it down all the time, because <laughs> I have no idea what you do. <laughs> you, go, you get a rag and rub it down. That's how you work on a transmission. I have no idea. So, there's a clutch pack. I'm going to give you a little bit of knowledge here. And there's supposed to be between 80 and a 100 thousandths of an inch gap there. We're at, like, 60. And Whoops. Yeah. And it's nothing that we did... We just have to buy different parts, and we just have to wait for shipping. And yeah, parts are hard to come by right now. Yeah, yeah, I understand all of this, guys. We had all to get. Of it. He had uh, my brother had to get some parts from a shop in Detroit. <laughs> like that's how wow scarce some of these parts are that we're coming across that we need. Right. A lot of the YouTubers I watch, are, they're running into problems with that, with mm-hmm. racing and stuff. Like, they break something. I'm like, well, I guess we're down for months. Yep. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Is that like your YouTube thing, is racing stuff? Racing stuff, car stuff, mostly. Nice. I watch on YouTube. And Critical Role, I watch. Critical Role? You've never heard of Critical Role? 
It's a D- Obviously not. Did you hear my response? <laughs> it's a D and D campaign. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, they're all professional voice actors, so it's like watching a play, but they're playing D and D. That sounds fun. Yeah, I'd be down to watch some of that. Yeah, it's better once they get like the better sound quality. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, there's like one microphone in the middle of the room, and so it sounds like people are like in the background talking about everything. Got it. Yeah, because it, it started in 2015 mm-hmm. and they kind of did it as a joke like, "Hey, you guys play D&D. Do it on Twitch." Mm. And then it became like this multi-million dollar conglomerate thing where they Man. like have a bazillion subscribers. That and sounds fun. Each episode has a million views. <sighs> yeah. I wish I had a friend that introduced me to D&D at some point. That would have been fun. Well, you can play with us. I okay. <laughs> How many times have I said on the podcast? I have wanted an invite, and if I'm told when to be and where to be and what to bring to eat, I will come. The problem is there was a campaign going on, and a lot of them quit. And I don't even know if anyone plays consistently anymore. Not that I know of. Right. It all just kind of. I was uh, so Brian and Tyler were in town on Friday. Oh, uh, yeah. They were. Driving down to Arkansas, these are a couple of my uh, groomsmen, my best man, and the assistant to the best man. Uh, <laughs> they were on the pod. Yeah, yeah, they were on the on the pod, and um, they came through, and we were actually talking about doing like a Song of Ice and Fire D and D. I'm like, I want this. I don't know what to do. I just figure I make little like uh, little figurines <laughs> that I get from like Hobby Lobby, uh-huh, and then I just uh-huh. push them around the board and do stuff. I don't know what to do, but I want to be a part of this somehow. We we just need to start a campaign. We really do. I've even started thinking about like characters and where I want. Well, oh, that's the to be most from. fun part. Yeah, is like the character building. I could, do, I could believe that. I was thinking like a knight from the uh, from the Eerie. I don't know why I want to invite my guy right. from the Eerie. I feel like that'd be more fun. The, the, uh, a knight of the Vale. I, I was working on a campaign, and Curtis's character was going to be like a Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, that person. seems even more creative than mine. You yeah. win. All right. <laughs> Can you just create my character, and then I'll just do whatever I want Well, with that's it? the fun of creating your own character. And, yeah. like, y- you can just do whatever. Because he wants to be a cleric, so then the idea was, what about being a cultist cleric? Because clerics have, like, a deity that they're supposed to believe in. So, yeah. You yeah, be like yeah. a red priest. Yeah. Exactly. That would be fun. And we did talk about that, but I, I just kind of lost passion of writing the campaign. And I got to a point where I wrote so much stuff that oh, I needed. I was going to use it in a book, and then I like, got into the book, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> could we do like a, like a pro wrestling version of this? Uh, you could probably. Yeah, what? people do that kind of stuff. Oh, There's man. like a Star Wars D&D. Yeah, it oh, okay. gets all crazy. Interesting. I have that Star Wars D&D book. Do you? Mm-hmm. Nice. We, we probably just need to start a campaign. Yeah. I know that I'm supposed to be starting a campaign with a couple of people for my work. Interesting. But that's that's a work thing. Yeah. It's a work-ish. How's the new job going? It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. That's fine. It's, it's a new job, though. Yeah. It's a new job. The people are cool. Um, The company's cool. The location kind of sucks because it's all the way downtown on the landing. Yeah. That's that's a it's bit a of bit a rough of a hike. drive. It's a bit of a hike You have to go here. in every day. Yep. Yeah, that's no fun, but it's employment. Yeah, it's a, it's a job. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. Paying the bills. <laughs> Part of the cycle. Mm. Yeah, another cog in the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> what other cliches can we throw out? <laughs> uh, I don't want to keep it going, so I'm not going to even <laughs> take part. <laughs> Anything else going on? How's your love life? Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
I, I feel uh, like you would be fun on like a Bumble or it, like you could come up with a fun profile on mm-hmm. dating apps. I've had great profiles before. Oh, I just got tired of the apps. I, I can yeah. totally relate to that from back when I was on them. It was just, ugh, okay. Yeah. I'm done with human beings. I've been let down too many times. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at. I remember uh, one time I was having a conversation with this girl on Bumble, and she showed me a picture of her dog. I'm like, oh, cute. I love dogs. Here's a picture of me with my cat. And she said, I'm allergic to those things. And in my head, I go, I hope you never find love. (laughs) I hope your dog runs away and finds a way better, richer home and forgets about you. I was so mad at that person. I was just like, I'm not going to respond to that even at all. So I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I keep getting the one-word answer. Like, uh, so how was your day? Fine. Yeah. Cool. What are you doing this weekend? Working. Cool. Nothing like having a conversation. <laughs> right? Like, do you words at all? <laughs> no? Okay. When was the last sentence you wrote? <laughs> uh, if you geez. said 1992, I'd believe you. Right? Ugh. Ugh. It's awful. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure guys are, like, worse. I will Probably. say that. Here's my penis. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> that's what I've heard every day. Want to see my favorite toy? Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, pretty much. But I, but I will say, though, I'm, there's negatives with men on the apps, and there's negatives with women on the 100%, apps. A hundred percent. When, I, when I've been told on a first date, oh, you seem like a decent guy, I'm like, oh, that bad, huh? <laughs> 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 uh, so what's going on with you, Caleb? Uh, so last weekend, uh, was Halloween and I took my niece trick or treating around the neighborhood, which was a lot of fun. Nice. I I was dressed as Buddy the Elf. So as you can imagine, I heard, Hey, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? I'm like, you have to find another quote because seven other people have said that today. It's not original (laughs) at all. Uh, but it was still a ton of fun. She enjoyed it. Uh, we had my family over to, uh, pass out candy. Mm -hmm. We just sat on the driveway had a little fire pit. Um, I made cheese dip. My mom made chili. And then we had hot dogs. So we had chili cheese dogs there. Nice. Yeah. That sounds good. It was a good time. Passed out a lot of candy because my neighborhood is a pretty decent sized one. So That is pretty big. Yeah. So uh, kids were coming through all night. No issues, though. Great time. Uh, this weekend, though, uh, Kate and I decided it's just been so rough. We're like, we want to put up Christmas trees now. So we just put okay. up the Christmas trees. Wow. By the way, there's two Christmas trees. Okay, I was going to say, how many is Christmas trees? Two, hence the <laughs> plural. Uh, there's like Those. one that has all the family ornaments and like cutesy stuff where it's like, oh, a little Santa Claus from Greece or, you know, a fleur de lay for St. Louis, all those kind of fun things. And then there's another one where it's a little more like pretty with just decorative balls and like some wrap around it. Yeah, I said balls, guys. <laughs> we, uh, we might go get a stick out of the yard. Do it, yeah, yeah man. Get yeah. yourself like a no, Charlie probably. Brown tree. No. Yeah, you should probably. do it, man. They're like fifteen bucks. You could find one relatively cheap. Yeah, sure, we could. We You're could. Just not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my parents had said, "Hey, we have a spare Christmas tree. Do you want it?" I'm like, "No." It's oh, so sad. <laughs> it's helped, so sad. I helped my friend move a couple of years ago, and like one of the things she was couldn't get rid of them my mom refused to let go of was a christmas tree mm. so for like a month there was a christmas tree in the trunk of my car and i was like i don't <laughs> want this thing <laughs> well we just decided to put it up it's just one of those things that makes us feel better and with the year we're having Absolutely. we need as many positives as we can get our hands on at this point or our life around for yeah. sure so we put those up and that was great we even did some shopping yesterday we left the house though around noon to grab a few more things and and 
bring it back for the tree or, you know, wrapping paper, things like that, that we know we'll need that we saw on sale. Well, we got back to the house around three 30 and one of our cats came to greet us and we could not find Selena Ooh. who was my cat. And we're like, where is she? We checked the first floor, the second floor, the basement. Then we checked all three together. Then we just split up and kept walking around. We thought we lost her somehow. I'll tell you folks, I don't think we've ever talked about this. I have anxiety. We've definitely <laughs> talked about this. Yeah, yeah. And I had a f- like full-on anxiety attack walking around the neighborhood asking random people, have you seen this cat? Finally, though, she popped up out of nowhere, and we think that she's figured out a way to get... Uh, so underneath the couch, there's like a little broken section, and we think mm. that she's figured out a way to crawl up in there just for her own little getaway. Mm-hmm. And we're like, where were you, cat? Don't ever do that to me again. And she's like, I'm a cat. I will do whatever <laughs> I want. Ever I want. Yep. And that's why I love her. But uh, yeah, we 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 uh, we found her. She's fine. Um, I will say this tonight. I expect a lot of tears uh, because I am watching a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> Judge me all you want. It's called Christmas in Vienna. Okay, all right. And I will be crying because I should be going to Vienna this year, but we were sadly not uh, due to the cancellation mm. of uh, that honeymoon. So I decided to torture myself by watching <laughs> Christmas in Vienna this okay. evening. To so each their own. That's my own. Right <laughs> that is my own is to, to watch that. Yep. But um, work is going fantastic. Good. Um, my bosses are great. And what's kind of interesting is, um, so my manager, she was out Friday. Um, I was originally on this other guy's, this one guy's team, and before I got moved to my new manager, and uh, he decided to message me, though, on Friday, and just said, hey, how's it going? And I thought he was asking me about work, Mm because I have this project that I'm working on, so I just sent him all of these updates, and then he IM'd me back, he's like, I was just curious about how life is going. I was like, oh my god, it's so nice to be on a team where they care about you, like, leadership cares about you. I, I don't think he's a... He's not a manager anymore. He might be considered a director, which is like the next step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, someone at a director level just decided to message me and say, how's it going? And it's not like a one-on-one sort of thing. It's just, hey, I care. That is something I don't think I've ever experienced on a team before at any job. Maybe like when I worked with friends at Toys R Us when I was like <laughs> 17, that's about it. So um yeah i was really happy about that to say the least nice yeah so sounds good yeah. on friday um some of our computers went down one of my my computer went down along with a few others and well the vp of my department went out to his car got a 30 rack and just started handing out beers to people without the computer or nice. whose computers weren't working so it's a fun place it's got some ups for sure it's I got mean, some we- ups we could never have that. Like, they just allowed <laughs> us to start wearing jeans. Oh, Ooh, yeah. snap. Yeah, <laughs> Which, they barely yeah, care so. what I wear. Oh, nice. You should, um, well, never mind. I'll stop talking now. Before <laughs> I, <say something. laughs> I was going to say dress up like Catwoman, just something very tight-fitting. I think or... they care a little bit about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they care that much. Okay, well, just uh, say you identify as a cat now. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> meow. Uh, wow. Wow. I had an interesting week. Uh, my oh, wor- do tell. My workplace is still a dumpster fire, uh, as always, because it is uh, a U.S. government agency and all the changes that are happening. Uh, the big thing will happen uh, tomorrow, Monday. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday because the vaccine mandate goes in effect. So we may be losing quite a bit of our population. Yep. Pop- population or workforce? Yes. Okay. Uh, our workforce. 
because you say population, I'm population. like, population. QAnon's right. They are all dying. <laughs> They're killing him. Uh, so we may be losing quite a bit of workplace people, and that'll be interesting. See how that affects things. I found out that I did get my one of my promotions. So nice. Congrats. Thank you. That's a big deal. Uh, and I'll probably be stuck there for the rest of my life at this position, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it caps out at a pretty decent pay rate. So I'm Good. fine with that. Yeah, you uh, deserve it. Thank you. Um, I'm really hoping for the other promotion, though, just to be greedy, because it's a way bigger paycheck. So there. Uh, uh, but would you enjoy the work? Um. It's different. It's just different. So it's not a yes, not a no. Yeah, it would just be different. I think one would challenge me more than the other. Um, probably the lesser pay one would challenge me more. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of indifferent about either one. Because I've never had my job be the thing that I focus on. It's not the thing that I find fulfilling. It's just a paycheck to me. So uh, it's kind of a brain dead work and I don't really care much about it that's fair and because this is the thing i do and i want to do more stuff and i was figuring out my leave stuff and i'm like oh i earn eight hours every two weeks so i earn a day every two two weeks a month every or uh, yeah two days every month so every two and a half months i can take off a week of work that's pretty good still be at my cap for as much as i'm allowed to carry over so, yeah, next year will be quite awesome where I basically have a vacation every two and a half months. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of worked myself in a very f- great spot. Um, so my workplace is going fine. Uh, it's just a dumpster fire because all these changes are happening. There's people all over the place because we're still at 45% capacity. So there's a night shift and people working at a different facility and it's just chaos. and No one knows what they're doing and a lot of people might have to get fired. So it's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Our, our company, uh, the company I work for as well, is holding that until January 1st to lay people off. It seems like, though, just a bunch of people are looking for jobs and they're you know, like, I don't want to get the vaccine, so I'll just find a job somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But some people are like, I'm still looking. I don't know what to do. I'm like, dude, you're in Q4. People aren't hiring in Q4. They're trying sure to make not. sure <laughs> that like those numbers look good for, the, for uh, mm-hmm. 2021. They're not going to hire at this point. So good luck. Yeah. Uh, November 22nd is when the federal government uh, across the board says you have to be vaccinated or oh, else wow. you're terminated. Hmm. Yep. Uh, and they figured if you're not done by the 8th, which is tomorrow, I think, then I, you won't be vaccinated. I think the lesson here is, folks. Get if, vaccinated? If you're, There's two lessons. One, get vaccinated. <laughs> two, if you're looking for a job, Tim knows a place. USAjobs.gov. There you be go. popping on Monday Basically through all of November, uh, as I mean, several people have already resigned from my job, and they're going to start sending out letters saying, "Get vaccinated or see ya." Yeah, I'll say this yeah. too. Uh, you're welcome to apply at Centene, folks. Just if you're a good <laughs> worker, put me down as a reference so I get that bonus, baby. Yeah, I don't get anything, so that's fine. We'll be talking in January. We'll see how the job goes, how the job is going. I got you. Around that time. I got you. You can also work for the U.S. federal government. It's well. such a great place. <laughs> well, he's like, we won't talk to you. Because uh, you put it in such a great light all the time. So I whine about it a lot, but like, I literally get a vacation every two and a half months. Yeah. I have an, 
uh, two banks of leave, my sick leave and my annual leave. I get all holidays off no matter what, unless I choose to work overtime. I'll, I'll also have a pension yeah. and a, a 401k. I mean, these, I mean, these things sound great. thing is, I wouldn't want to start working at the federal government now. I mean, Maybe if I'd started when you'd started. I w- I, so my retirement doesn't count for the majority of my 15 years. Mm-hmm. I only started when I was 28. Mm-hmm. So you're, what, 30? You could still put 30 years in and be in your 60s right, right. at that retirement. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you'd be in basically the same situation I am. Yeah. Centene's got its ups and downs. I'll say that. Depends yeah. on what team you're on. I think every so, job doesn't matter. 100%. Well, I'll say this. With Centene, it's so huge. That, like, it's a crapshoot, whatever you get on. I've worked on teams where I'm, like, I'm worked like a dog, but the people are okay, so mm-hmm. that makes it livable. And there's others where, like, the work is easy, but the people are miserable. What mm. am I doing? Now I'm, like, okay, I've found a good spot. Nice. I just want to stay here. I don't want to mess this up. That is the worst part about my job is the people and the managers. Mm-hmm. If you get a good manager or supervisor that doesn't micromanage you, easy. It's the most brain-dead work ever. If you get one that micromanages you, it is torture, and you want to stab everyone and yourself. And That's violence. Yes. <laughs> that there, is violence, There's sir. a thing about going yeah, postal. I'll, it's coming true. from the government. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I totally want to go work in your office. It's, it's, again, you're still painting it in great light. <laughs> well, I have a great supervisor oh, where yeah. I literally told him, I, I guess it was last Friday, I had a couple hours of admin leave, which is directed from the Archivist of the United States basically dc mm-hmm. and i was like oh yeah i still have some of this can i leave and he's like yeah so i left at noon <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it's a little bit of this up and down yeah um the other funny thing that happened to me is i decided to go out uh to a restaurant slash bar and i got carded for the first time Excuse doesn't me? that feel good in like 10 years i think that feels good <laughs> i like that feeling i'm a little bit surprised for you right because I haven't shaved. My beard is really bushy right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you look under 40. I'm like, I'll take that. <laughs> and then I, I thought, am well, under 40. I am under 40, <laughs> just barely. And then I thought, I haven't been carded in like 10 years. Oh, that was still in my late 20s. Wait, so where, uh, what place was this, if you don't mind? Texas me. Roadhouse. Oh, well, you, yeah. are, you are a baller, sir. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, big. I wanted to kind of celebrate by myself of getting this promotion, so I got a steak and a Jack and Coke, and I got carded for that Jack and Coke. Very nice. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm an old man, lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, sorry, I have to interrupt this, because mm-hmm. it's kind of adjacent to what we're talking about. Yep. I went, uh, O'Fallon just got a Five Guys Nice. I nice. love me some Five Guys burgers. I got two double cheese, uh, <laughs> double bacon cheeseburgers. Heck yeah! This past week, I was so excited. Um, but Kate was uh, out of town for uh, a few days taking care of her mom, and I talked to n- not a single person nice. that day until I got to Five Guys. And then the kid behind the counter goes, so how's your day going? I go, but I couldn't talk. <laughs> and I go, sorry, I wasn't ready. I'm to sorry. Engage. English is very tough for me. I haven't talked today. Good. It's good. I don't know why I thought of that. I thought it was funny. Nice. Uh, I don't know where to go from there. I, I liked my steak and my drinks. Was, I bet that steak was better than the steak we had at the wedding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was disappointed in the steaks we had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. It was a little raw. It's fine. It was very undercooked, and it was not a fillet like they said it would be. So was it just a strip, or was it? I think it was a strip. Yeah, actually, I know it was a New York strip. I was looking at that, and I'm like, we paid for fillets. I'm looking at everyone's steak, and I'm like, you all got strip. 
They suck. All right. Yeah, I've mentioned that on uh, the podcast a while ago. It just felt like they threw them on for a hot second, got them brown, and served them. Yeah, pretty much. It was disappointing. Yeah. I don't think anyone finished their steaks. And I'm like, well, that was money well spent. (laughs) I finished mine like a champion. Well, I didn't have the time because they were late with mine. (laughs) Were they? Oh, you didn't see? No. I, we need to get Kate on here for an episode. Because it felt like we were at Batman 89 in that table, sitting at that table. Can you pass the salt? That's how it felt. Yeah. I was like a mile away from you, so I yeah, had no idea. So basically, <laughs> they decided to serve like that the head table uh, like left to right, like all the girls first. But uh-huh. normally, you would do like the bride and groom first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. like They took care of like the bridesmaids, and they worked their way down. They put a plate in front of me, and Kate had got me risotto. Because I love the risotto there. Mm-hmm. And I noticed, oh, the risotto's not there. I go, oh, is, is the risotto coming out later? And then the waiter pulled the plate back and goes, uh, yeah, we'll bring it later. And then just handed it to someone else, my plate. I'm like, okay. So then everyone at the head table had food and was just eating away. <laughs> I sat there for a good 10, 15 minutes just waiting for food. Then they brought it out. No risotto there. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I started eating a little bit and then like, we were so behind. I'm like, we have to start greeting people so that way we can get to everything else. I didn't get to finish my food at all. Oh. Like, I probably had three bites of steak, a few green beans, and then the risotto came out while Brian was right before Brian did his uh, my best man did his speech. So I was just eating a little bit while he was giving his speech. But it was like, I look so rude right now eating while that's happening. So I got like a few bites of that, and that was oh. it. So we'll have Kate on, and we'll try not to talk about the negatives too much. But I was very disappointed with the, <laughs> the food that I had built up so much. Oh, uh, I mean, the whole other thing was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. The service, though, was not very good. No. So anyways, no. I digress. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. And the guy that officiated the wedding was horrible, too. He, was, gotta, he yeah. was being so hard sucked. on himself. I heard oh he sucked real bad. <laughs> Kate listened to that and felt so bad. She's like, did I say something to make him feel like, no, it's not our fault. That's no, just him. I, even though he not. did great. Yeah. So. Absolutely not. She didn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just me being <laughs> doubting. Of, well, because everyone kept coming up to me and said, you did a great job. I'm like, oh, no. Did I do that bad? <laughs> when people are like trying to like... Hey, you did great. I think if you did a bad job, no one would say anything at all. Maybe. I no. kind of wanted to be forgettable. Like, I, that's me talking is not the focus. It's about you guys. And right. so me not having anything would have been better for me. But still, I think if people came out of their way to say something like, oh, hey, great job. It was very nice what you said. It's a very <laughs> basic, easy compliment. Sure. Just accept it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there was a lot of drunk people telling me this. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> So all the bridal party, basically. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to divulge more into that later. We will. Um, <clears throat> so we started a new format, kind of, and you can tell it hasn't really changed. Yeah. Other than we'll talk about <laughs> more secular stuff and secular, sec- secular, secular. Ooh. Mm. Uh, can you say three words in a <laughs> row with a B in it? Big bad beans. (laughs) (laughs) That was the sexiest phrase ever. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Uh, So we're going to talk about uh, the 16th president of the United States. (laughs) (laughs) That was not a segue. I know. That's why I went there. (laughs) 
careful. <laughs> That's what I love about the show. This is why I called it the BS show. Oh my god. 100%. <laughs> You just said, what was it, baked beans? We're going to talk about the 16th president, the great emancipator, (laughs) Abe Lincoln. 100%. Welcome to the new format of the show. I'm trying not to laugh at the mic. (laughs) It's fine. So yes, the great emancipator, uh, Abraham Lincoln, honest Abe, (laughs) the redeemer president, uh... Redeemer president. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, it's a book. Redeemer president. I wrote wow. it. Wrote it. I wrote no, that book. Wrote that book. That's it. Tim Damn. wrote it. <laughs> Read it's that canon book. now. Oh, man, it is. Read that book in college. New York Times best uh, best selling author. <laughs> no, Clark. best author. He's Just the best. best o- <laughs> New York Times best New York author. New York Times best author. <laughs> Tim Farr. Uh, I've written a blog. Does that count? Yes. Uh, I have some published work somewhere. I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> We're going to talk about Abe. We're, We're going to talk, talk about, about old Abe. honest Abe. Old honest Abe. Uh, what do you guys know about Mr. Abraham Lincoln? He's from Springfield, Illinois. That is false. Oh. He's uh, born in Kentucky, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't remember where, but. Well, why does Springfield, Illinois claim him? Uh, it's where he, like, he practiced law there. He lived in Springfield for a mm. while. Mm. So. Yeah, we'll get into that. We're going to primarily focus on his early life because a lot gets talked about his presidency. And I don't really care about that. I heard he had a really high-pitched, whiny voice. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. The movie um, with Daniel Day-Lewis, Lincoln, has the, probably the most accurate depiction of how he sounded. Yeah. I think uh, there's a story out there where um, Kobe Bryant took the Lakers out, the, the entire team, to go see Lincoln. He's like, this would be a great team-building experience. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the players were pretty young. So and probably didn't really care a lot about history. And then a fair amount of them were European as well. So you can't expect them to know like everything about Lincoln. Mm. Right. Right. So then they get to the they're, they're watching this and he's like they were all really like moved by it and thought it was very good. And then they were all very surprised he died. They did not know <laughs> that Abe Lincoln Whoops. died. They're like, what? He's like, oh, OK, everyone, let's talk about this. Yes, he was assassinated. So wow. yeah, I just think that's great. Well, a basketball team like these seven foot guys are just I mean, it's like not surprised. the first time Lincoln had a bad day in the theater. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. It's true. I like it. Yep. Yep. Uh, so he was born in 18 February 12th, 1809 in spring sinking spring farm Hodgeville, Kentucky. Can you repeat that? No. All right. I was gonna say, I think he struggled hard enough. Because I just time. I quit listening after a little bit. Like I'm like, no, no. February twelfth, eighteen oh nine. I got that. Sinking Spring Farm, Hodgenville, Kentucky. So he was a, a was that a Gemini? I don't know. What's the February birthdays? You, you talking no like idea. birth signs? Yeah, yeah. What is I have it? no idea. I don't know. I'm an Aries. I know that. Okay. I'm a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. Hey, what a fellow Taurus. Yeah, April twenty fourth, baby. May second. Oh, that's just as good. Well, oh, hey, Kate's is May fourth. I'm April 8th. I wanted to be included in this conversation. <laughs> you're, you're out. You're out. I'm going to look up his... Uh, his what? what, February is? Yeah. Uh, then they moved to Perry County, Indiana in 1816. So I think it's Pisces, I think. I'm is it Pisces? Listening. I think so. I don't it's know. February, let's see. Uh, I have no idea. Aquarius is January 20th to February 18th. 
So he, he was February 12th, so, right? Yep. You, he was an Aquarius. Oh, same as my mom. Oh. What does that even go. mean? I don't know. Uh, well, let's look up what is an Aquarius. What would have been his horoscope of <laughs> today? What is Abe Lincoln's horoscope <laughs> do think, today? Oh, do you think he missed his zo- uh, his reading the day he was assassinated? That's probably why. That's probably oh. what happened. I wish we could find that. I bet there's a way to find it. His horoscope? Of- yeah, his horoscope for the day he was assassinated. Did they do that back then? I'll bet. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought that was All like a All that kind of thing. stuff was like, some of that was pretty big, well, a little bit after the Civil War, because people were trying to find ways to like let's, connect yeah, to the afterlife yeah. as much as they could. Yeah. So let's see. Because, uh, uh, well, well, the famous musician. Oh, God. Oh, God. That one. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. The, the big one. The I can't think of his name. Like, the most famous musician of all time. Mozart. He was a musician. Magician. Oh, Ma- magician? magician? Magician. I heard. Oh, I heard musician. Yeah, oh. I heard musician as well. Well, you know. The David fam- Blaine? No, old timey. David Copperfield. Yes. <laughs> yep. Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Angel. Houdini. No, Houdini, Houdini wasn't that old. No, Houdini was like turn of the century. I thought he was like late 1800s. Like maybe 1890s. Anyways, uh, I'll just say this. Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. Mm. That's a real first sentence on it's, this. It's Perfect. Uranus. But... I, it's Uranus? Yeah. Did they change that because of like puns and stuff because of butt stuff no yeah. i think in science terms it's always been uranus so we've always been that immature to just turn yes, it that way I'm that like, is absolutely correct and mankind deserves what so we get. <laughs> houdini was born in 1874 and okay. he died in 1926 and the reason why i bring up him is because he's one of the ones that was debunking all that afterlife you can speak to the dead stuff oh yeah we're talking about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got us off track with his uh, the, the foolishness that I went on. Well, we call it the BS show for a reason. Oh, we do? Yeah. yeah. God, so we can go off the rails whenever we want. Thank it's fine. God. It's Thank fine. <laughs> it's almost like I designed it that way. <laughs> so they moved to Perry County, Indiana. Indiana in 1816. Uh, Thomas Lincoln, the father, basically got screwed out of a bunch of land. So they're like, huh. Let's move to Indiana. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at age nine, Abe will lose his mother, Nancy. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, being a part, like, and it was like milk sickness is what Milk she di- sickness. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. I saw that. Maybe like, it's bad kernel milk or something? I have no idea. Apparently, it's contagious. Like, other people can get it, too. Wow. See, modern medicine probably got rid of that at some point. Or yeah. just maybe... Maybe just, fixed it or, like, renamed it. Yeah, that's true. Probably just renamed. Mm, maybe it was, like, you know... Uh, it's probably an ulcer. IBS or something like yeah. that. It's yeah. It's probably COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she would die from that. Uh, and then the next year, this is how great Thomas was, married Sarah. But that was so common back then. It's true. It really was, because, like, family kept you alive. You had to... Like, mm-hmm. it, it helped. And they also had, kids. like thousands of kids yeah and they would because die oftentimes three quarters of them would die yeah you just had to at that point that was mm-hmm. the only way to get through a winter it's like all right well we've got the two-year-old he can throw firewood on the on the fire at this point a two-year-old two- <laughs> i'll bet a two-year-old back then could beat up a, a ten-year-old now probably probably yeah because they were, always, that. Yeah. They were hungrier <laughs> they were just hungry back then so it's like oh, i'll just kill this ten-year-old nowadays <laughs> he's easy meat uh milk sickness also known as trim- Trimetol vomiting. So it's basically you vomit and severe intestinal pain. But where does it, how do you get it? Uh, you ingest milk or other dairy products or meat from a cow that has fed on white, white sna- snacker root. Hmm. 
Wow. I don't believe any of this is real. Which contains the poison. <laughs> Guys, uh, Curtis is also a flat earther now. So, yeah. <laughs> so she gets this uh, poison, she dies, and next year Thomas marries. Um, what I found interesting about Lincoln, and this will, <laughs> the funny bit of Lincoln, Lincoln disliked the hard labor associated with farm life, so he hated it. Uh, his family said that he was lazy for all his reading, scribbling, writing, ciphering, writing poetry, etc. His stepmother acknowledged he did not enjoy physical labor, but loved to read. He would later be known as for wrestling. Yeah, he used to, uh, like, <laughs> I, I, I saw this thing at some point where he challenged anyone in the town to, he said, I could lick any man in this town. Doesn't translate well nowadays, but anyways, he was just basically saying he could take anyone and it makes sense because he's got like he had long arms the dude was lanky yeah i can mm-hmm. see that and that l- so that like he could hit hit somebody like before they could even try Ooh. and get close to him or like with wrestling he could outreach them mm-hmm. so then leverage. basically he could he had the leverage and then he could also probably get inside easier on guys because and that's big in wrestling like amateur wrestling is to be able to get your arms inside of the other guy because then you can control them so much easier as opposed to having your arms like on the shoulders so I could totally see that. Also, I, I had heard that he was, quote, lazy. Mm-hmm. But that's because he probably also didn't want to be around his father, who was not a good dude, to say the least. Right. So I, I think part of it was he was associating it with time with his dad, and books probably were just a nice escape for him. It was self-learned, too. Like, that's how he became so smart. He kept reading. Mm. Um, <clears throat> he was tall, strong, athletic. Uh, he became adept and adept using an axe. Like, he would take down Finn's post and whatnot, and that's how he got his build. And that's how he slayed vampires. Yep. Oh, God, we got to talk about that. That's important stuff there. Go the for vampire it. Vampire slayers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Go. Guys, the, the vampires were the slave owners, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I thought. Were they? That, in, in the book, <laughs> I think that's what it was. It was or the book slash movie. It was supposed to be that the Confederacy oh, wanted yeah, to yeah, keep yeah, slaves because yeah. it was their source of food Something like as that. vampires. Okay. It's been a while since I saw that movie. But I just remember that and being like, that's an insult. <laughs> that's an insult to history, but let's keep this going, folks. It's an insult to everything. Yeah. Uh, that's was, an insult to actual vampires, I think. Right. He was an active wrestler during his youth and trained. Tra- wow, I cannot talk. Trained in the rough catch as can. Catch as can. Yep. Uh, also known as catch wrestling. He was a county wrestling champion at the age of 21. He gained a reputation for his strength and audacity after winning a wrestling match, which he renowned leader of the ruffians known as the Clarys, C-L-A-R-Y, yep. Grove Boys. That's yeah. Cool. He had a faction. He had a faction. That's cool. I, I do remember, I can't remember where I saw this documentary, it's probably on the History Channel, where uh, they literally found an area that was known to have wrestling matches that Lincoln would have wrestled at. That's like, awesome. It's it just it's like a patch of woods, though. Mm-hmm. It'd be like if you walked into, uh, I don't know, any state park, and you just <laughs> saw a patch wrestling. of woods, and they're like, "Yep, that's where Lincoln wrestled." Like, How do you know you that is the coordinates that. of this? But I'll go with it because I like it, right? <clears throat> but I don't know. Finally, finally, Curtis in the 1830s, he moves to Illinois. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's where that comes from. Wow. Yeah, all that time in Indiana. He had some good times in uh, Indiana. It sounds like uh, most of his like. Well, maybe not good times because that's when he was with his dad, who he didn't get along with. Yeah, it's true. But uh, he was a wrestling champ in Indiana. That's pretty cool. Mm, pretty awesome. 
our former president, the wrestling champion. <laughs> well, Washington was known to wrestle as well. Uh, he wasn't really known for wrestling. He was known for oh, just being boxing. really strong. Well, I I do know that he had done some training at one point in wrestling or wrestled other guys. So that was something that Washington did at one point. Uh, I don't know. It's not coming to mind. I, no, no, I'm saying. Okay, we'll look it up and I'll find it. Okay. Because uh, my word don't matter, folks. Because <laughs> I'm the authority of George Washington. I guess so. I, I I I have not heard that in my studies. I'll frame it that way. I did my master's thesis on Washington. What? You don't have to wrestle that, or you don't have to whisper that. You can wrestle it, but you don't. Have to... uh, I will wrestle it. It's more fun to whisper. Sometimes. I guess so. Mm, it is. Uh, during the 18th century, President George Washington was formerly a wrestler. At the age of 18, he won a collar and elbow wrestling championship that was quite popular across Virginia. It's on Wikipedia, so mm. that's about 40% mm. chance, but I'm going to see if I can up my chances here a little more. <laughs> the only thing I remember like athletically about Washington is they would play this basically like a jab one throw, only they would take a lead pipe and just chuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and all of his uh, army men... Uh, people that were a part of his regiment were like throwing this pipe and so Washington just comes up and is like takes it and throws it the furthest and he's like if you beat that let me know and I'll come do it again <laughs> <laughs> and all of his men are like oh my god it's Washington but yeah looks like a yeah there's another article in here as well it's from the National Wrestling Hall of Fame <laughs> so that bumps it maybe to about 50% so we're getting more and more percentage wise is Lincoln in that Wrestling Hall of Fame oh yeah he was definitely yeah He's mentioned. Okay, perfect. Uh, Lincoln's first romantic interest was Anne Rutledge, whom he met when he moved to New Salem. By 1935, they were in a relationship but not formally engaged. <laughs> this is relevant because she dies <laughs> <laughs> August 25th, 1835, most likely of the typhoid fever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the early 1830s, he met Mary Owens from Kentucky. In the late uh, 36, Lincoln agreed to to a match with Owens if she returned to New Salem. Owens arrived that November, and he counted her for a time, courted her for a time. However, yeah. they were counted her. Counted her. I, can't, I, I cannot read one. or talk. <laughs> one. one. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but they both had second thoughts. On August of 1837, he wrote Owens a letter saying he would not blame her if she ended the relationship. She never replied. Ghosted. You the ghosted first, Abe Lincoln? She ghosted the president. The oh, first I, dating I mean, app rejection ghosting. Oh, my word. That <laughs> hussy. That hussy. <laughs> All the way back in 1837, women were ghosting men. Mm. Oh, I think people, man. That was, it was easy to ghost back then. You just, you just get a letter just, and go, well, I can burn this. Or so. you just leave. Yeah. I'm leaving town. <laughs> I'm leaving town. You just literally moved 10 miles at that point, and no one would know you existed. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, I must have died. <laughs> <laughs> must have been typhoid. Yeah. Or that milk sickness. You know, those people had to yeah, be I don't think people actually died back then. I think it just moved That's to true. avoid people. I do, but you do know that they had to be so used to death back then. Sure. Oh, 100%. That's got to be an interesting psychology or study in psychology of people being used to death that much. Oh, we're going to get into that. Oh, good. Yeah, it's horrific. Abe. Honest Abe did not have a great life, and then he was assassinated, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> like, his first love dies, and then his second love uh, ghosts him. And then he, in 1839, he meets Mary Todd, and everyone knows Mary Todd. She was a uh, daughter of a rich businessman. They end up getting married in 1841 or 1842. 
And that's kind of where they... Her dad was a slaveholder, right? Her dad? Yeah, I believe uh, so. Robert Smith Todd, a wealthy lawyer and businessman in Lexington, Kentucky. I thought uh, I'd heard that, so I'm going to check on that. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I don't. There probably a lot of slave owners back then. Oh yeah. Well, because Lincoln came from an anti-slave owning family, that's why they moved to Indiana because it was a slave-free territory. Yep. So uh, I don't know if I bet Kentucky wasn't. So he could have been a slave owner. It doesn't say in this bit of information. It just says that he was a wealthy lawyer and businessman. So it says all the. This is from the. I don't know some article. God knows if it's true. Uh, although the Todds rejected the idea of slavery, they owned one slave for every member of the family. So Mary, Mary was fond of a slave named Mammy Sally. Yep. So in 1844, the couple bought a house in Springfield near his law office. Mary kept the house with the help of a hired servant. Okay, hired servant sounds a little better. That implies uh, employment. Yeah. yeah. Rather than money. slavery. Yeah. <laughs> we paid this person. And so it gets a little bit tragic. Uh, Lincoln was a very affectionate husband and father of four sons. Those work regularly kept him from this. He was, a, of course, a lawyer and worked for the House of Representatives and was all of this stuff. Uh, the oldest, Robert Todd Lincoln, was born in 1843 and was the only child of four to live to maturity. Edward Lincoln, born in 1846, died February 1st, 1850, probably of tuberculosis. Uh, his third son, Willie Lincoln, was born in 1850 and died of a fever at the White House in 1862. The youngest, Todd, or Thomas Tad Lincoln, was born in 1853 and survived his father but died of heart failure at the age of 18 in 1871. Must have had like a heart murmur or something like that. Maybe. I mean, it could have been anything in those days. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know much about the human body back then. Yeah. Well, and a lot of these former, like, farm owners, they would have 17 kids because, like, five of them would survive. Mm -hmm. And you needed the kids to help work the farm unless you were a dirty slave owner. But if you lived up north, you probably didn't have slaves. So a lot of these families are just huge, and a lot of your kids would die. So I can't imagine... Him losing his first love and then losing his mother early on, and now most of his kids. Like, what would be the psychology of that? I think there's got to be a callousness to it. You'd have to, or you break mentally. You have to either callous up and be like, all right, this is a part of life. And I think spirituality probably helped a lot of people back then to be like, all right, God's plan or whatever. And they just mm -hmm. let it go. But then there had to be some people who just broke. Because I think Mary Todd. She was a little, like, uh, uh, how do I put it? She had some mental health issues, to mm -hmm. say the least. And I'm sure losing kids made it way worse. So, Or was it just so common back in those days of losing that many people? Like, multiple families were going through this. Yeah. Not, to me, not to gloss over that, like, oh, you just lost a kid. But it probably was so common. Like It's part of culture. Right? Mm-hmm. I would have to study more in depth into that, like the actual psychology. I'm such a baby. I could not survive then. I had a nervous <laughs> breakdown because my, I thought I lost my cat. If I lost a child, I'd probably start, I'd, God knows what I'd do, start burning cars or something. I don't know. Just losing my Start rioting. Mind. Yeah, for no reason. You know, I'm burning down the five guys. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I love it, but I'm burning it down. Uh, well, you know, I started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'd do that, but I'd lose my mind. I, I want nothing to happen to my cat Selena. She's the best. Anyways, I digress. 
<laughs> I digress. Uh, I love you, Caleb. I love you, man. I love Selena a little more. Sorry. Just no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I get it. I a great cat, folks. I grew up with cats. I had a, I had a childhood cat that I loved very dearly. Yeah, you get it. She's, I get it. She's the best. Anyways. She'd greet me at the door every time I came home from school. Yeah. Selena only wants me around most of the time. Mm. Like, she's gr- good with Kate. But then she'll just kind of be like, okay, now I go to my human. Like, she's definitely, I am her human. I totally get it. Uh-huh. So. That, that's what happened with my childhood cat. Uh, because my sister had left because she was seven years older than me. And the cat, uh, who was part of the family, like, wouldn't socialize with my sister when she moved out. And she mm-hmm. came, like, come back and visit. Didn't want anything to do with her. Uh, she's like, yeah, no, you left me. <laughs> you left <laughs> me. <laughs> I remember, the cats remember. Do you think, okay, presidents always have, like, a presidential dog, except for, like, Trump. Do you think there was a has there been a presidential it, cat? Absolutely, there has been. Who? I forget who, but I know there has been one. It's got to be someone who's a little uh, Clinton. No, Clinton. The, they had a Clinton. Dog. Clinton had cats as well. I think. I thought they had a presidential dog. I'm pretty sure they had cats as well. Okay. Andrew Garfield have a cat, maybe. That there we go. We're just leaving it at that. Mm. Garfield had the cat mm. named Otis. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just been the uh, Would have been Odie. Odie, you're right. I was mm. thinking Milo and Otis. My bad. What was the ripoff cat? Normal? Hmm? No. Uh, that was trying to be Garf- Garfield, but wasn't. I have no idea. Heath? No, started with Heathcliff? Heathcliff? Was I thought that Heath? was like a cartoon. Like a, a well, so Sunday Garfield. morning cartoon. Oh, was it? I just remember it as a TV show from when I was a baby. Hmm. Yeah. A wee lad. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know it was like in the papers. Yeah. Now I know. Now you know. That's where you got to start. Okay, he got his start. Oh man, what a he really did well for himself. Yeah, he started out as uh, like uh, cartoons on the comics, and then got a show, hmm. and then that Bill Murray tragedy that happened. Have mm. you heard Bill Murray's reason for why he did the Garfield Money. movies? No, he said he thought it was directed by the Coen Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like, "Well, cool, but why'd you do two? <laughs> why'd you do the second one? Okay, you got confused on the first, but why'd you do the second, Bill?" Wow. Um. So to wrap up. More of Lincoln <laughs> and Garfield. Uh, Lincoln appeared before the Illinois Supreme Court in 175 cases. His sole counsel in 51 cases, uh, of which 31 were decided in his favor. Yeah, so he had a pretty good winning record. Is that being considered good? I don't know what a good winning rec- uh, winning percentage is. Well, probably. if you win 31 out of 51. That's good. It's better than half. That is true. I just don't know, like, is that like... Oh, he was like a, a, a was good he a, base Was he hitter? a rock star attorney? Yeah, was he a rock star or was he just like an indie guy? You know, well, What are we looking at? Because of his success, uh, he became president. Yeah? He got popular because of this. Yes, but I also thought that he won because like the opposing party like split. Yes. That, because, like, That's different... one thing I do remember from history class is that like he... This is like the Whig party. They split. Yeah, whatever the opposing party was, like they were going to... They would have won except for the two candidates. Uh, neither of them backed out. And so they split their votes. Mm-hmm. And that's how Lincoln won the presidency. But the reason why he was even there was because of his success. Sure, sure. Uh, because he only served in the House of Representatives for a short period of time and then went back to being a lawyer. Yeah, apparently it didn't go well for him in the House. It was kind of like not a good run. He might have said he didn't understand the political landscape, from what I understand, and just things turned against him. And so that's what led to him. I think he had like it was a one-term rep. Then went back to Illinois and then got the mm-hmm. got the gig. Yeah, um, 
From 1853 to 1860, one of his largest clients was the Illinois Central Railroad. Yeah, big time then. He His legal reputation gave him the rise of the nickname Honest Abe. There you go. Uh, Lincoln argued in an 1858 criminal trial defending William Duff Armstrong. Sound like a wrestler. Uh, who was Old on, Duffy Armstrong. Who was on trial for the murder of James Preston Metzger. The case is famous for Lincoln's use of the fact established by judicial notice to challenge the credibility of an eyewitness. This is how uh, crafty Mr. Abraham Lincoln was. By crafty, you mean dishonest? Yes. Uh, after an opposing eyewitness testified to seeing the crime in moonlight, so he saw the murder happen in moonlight, Lincoln produced a farmer's almanac showing the moon was at low angle, drastically reducing visibility. Armstrong was then acquitted. Good work, Abe. Good yeah. job, man. Yeah. It's using your resources. <laughs> kind of a weird old-timey lawyer yeah, thing. Farmer's like. almanac. Yeah. <laughs> farmer's See, almanac. The, the moon was here. <laughs> well, I've seen like a farmer's almanac, and I'm like, why would I buy this? Oh, I, I want to find a reason to pick like, up a farmer's yeah, almanac. If I'm ever at like, Lowe's or something, I'll like flip through it, and I'm like, I don't Why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Just put it back. Why am I doing this? Uh, so the brief summary of his uh, kind of his history, um, obviously in 1860 he becomes president. We're not going to talk any about that because who wants to hear about his presidency? Uh, he entered business as a gen- general merchant in New Salem, postmaster of New Salem from 1833 to 1836. He was a deputy county sur- surveyor, surveyor from 1834. I'm not going to correct myself. Surveyor. Thank you. 1834 to 1836. Was elected <laughs> as a member of the state House of Representatives in 1834, 1836, 1838, and 1840. He declined to be a candidate for renomination, admitted to the bar in 1836, moved to Springfield. In 1837, engaged in the practice of law, elected to the Whig 13th Congress, so he has a Whig. 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 In 1847 to 1849, and did not seek renomination in 1848. So he pretty much gets out of the government in 1848 and becomes president in 1860. Because he was a lawyer from 48 to 1860. Yeah. Uh, he was unsuccessful Whig candidate for the election of the United States Senate before the legislature of 1855. Unsuccessful Republican candidate for the United States Senate in 58. And was elected Republican president of the United States in 1860. And it was all good from there. Nothing happened to him ever again. No, well, the, nothing happened to the country. It was all it good. Was all apple pie and mm. sunshine. I read this. I, I, well, was it? No, it was on the uh, Ken Burns documentary that I saw on the Civil War. Sorry, we're going to talk about the president. I'm going to talk about it. Uh, but uh, Lincoln didn't like slavery. He thought it was uh, you know, an abomination. But he didn't know what to do with the slaves when they were free. He also didn't think uh, uh, blacks and whites could live together. Mm-hmm. So he was thinking about, like, maybe we should just ship all the slaves back to Africa. Yep, that, that was, like, thing. his thought. So I feel like, uh, man, if if the if he had survived and lived for the entire second term, we might have a slightly different look on Abe Lincoln because it might not have gone as well historically. Uh, just imagining 
shipping all of those slaves back to Africa, that would not have gone well. So you're saying John Wilkes Booth did the country a favor? Yeah. Oh, man. He's a hero. (laughs) He's a hero to us. We should build a statue. We should build a statue to John Wilkes A very tiny one that's like the size of a bullet. (laughs) No, Uh. but like, (laughs) that would be really bad. But I just think like, there's another president that had one term and he's kind of revered for Kennedy. Like, people think of him as this amazing president, but if he had a second term, we everybody been, probably would have hated him afterwards. Yeah. yeah. We would have been deeper into Vietnam, and he would have actually had to have dealt with the civil rights issues, which he didn't really want to. Uh, Bobby kind of took that on later, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that some of those first term or one term presidents that get assassinated. Uh, not so good when it comes to uh, maybe a second term. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he maybe. turns turns left and gives, uh, you know, all the black people Florida. It's like, <laughs> hey, take it. You guys can have Florida. You can have this one. <laughs> it's you guys are gonna have Disneyland in a hundred years. It's gonna be great. Lincoln is very complicated because, like, a lot of his early writings, uh, he's not a fan of African Americans. Oh, really? Yeah, not a fan. Um, and then later he kind of grows and. Yeah, maybe we can help these people. But then he goes into the way of like, hey, I have this war to pay for. And yeah, it'd be great to have uh, freed the slaves so I can tax them to build more of our economy. Well, I mean, it, it becomes this yeah, multi-layered I, thing. Yeah, I kind of remembered it being more of a business and money move to mm-hmm. free the slaves than it was like the humanitarian. On, on, on multiple accounts, because not only could you tax a now a free and employment i use that word very liberally slaves um but you could if they were gainfully employed you could tax their income and the second part of this is how do you wipe out the south the money maker you eliminate slavery and now they don't now they have to pay for their employment do they have so like it's kind of this multi-layered thing did they have income tax back thing because i thought that was it more started of, is that when it started was for the civil war yep to pay for the civil war Good fact there, folks. So it, Lincoln gets this whole praise for, you know, the being the great emancipator and a whole lot of complicated other stuff that's kind of written in there and kind of a hidden agenda. Um, I think it's, it's more of a layered agenda. For yeah. Because sure. he didn't like slavery. He did grow as a person mm-hmm. and say, okay, these are human beings. This is something that I th- he would always equate it to. God has created them mm-hmm. in his image as well. So he... He did grow in that regard, mm-hmm. but then he also was like probably trying to look at all these people who are like, hmm, how can I show them some more net positives for this besides, hey, we're doing the morally right thing, which with politics is very rarely what gets anything done is the 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> so he's probably like thinking, well, we could tax them and make some money. Money. Yeah. Which, hey. This is America. We this love America. money. Yeah, it's true. Um, which I'm not excusing that, folks. It's not like an excuse. What I'm just trying to say is whenever you make an argument, you probably need more than one fact mm-hmm. most of the time in order to get people to join your side. So yep. that's just what I was thinking there. But that is interesting about the income tax coming from Lincoln there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Republicans. There was one president who came up with a tax. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the whole history of like the Republican and the Democrats. A lot of the Democrats yeah. will be like, oh, they flip-flop. Lincoln was actually a Democrat. And then you have the Republican, oh, he was a rule. Oh, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Quit arguing about something that happened 150 years ago. Right, right. And then you get a whole debauchery of the Civil War and uh, what Lincoln did through there. and 
we're coming up on, on well, wait, it's eighteen sixty. Okay, so it's like we're, we're like one hundred and fifty, one hundred and sixty years yeah, ago. Yeah, we're coming up on the two hundred year anniversary of that kerfuffle. We'll all maybe be alive. <laughs> oh man, I hope. I would like to live to uh, to uh, twenty seventy six. So that way, tricentennial. Yeah, that'd be cool to like. All right, I'm an old man. Wheel me out in a wheelchair <laughs> so I can say, watch some fireworks that say, day. I'll be eighty six. Um, I'm not gonna say how old I'll be because I'll be very depressed mm-hmm. whenever I say it out loud. Mm-hmm. But I know it'll be older than that. <laughs> so hopefully I'm wheeled out in a wheelchair somewhere and I can. Well, watch he's that. 30, 31. 31. Yeah, so we'll be in our nineties, bro. I know, Tim. <laughs> Dad, come it, man. Our nineties. Ugh. I can't imagine. Hopefully, we're still doing this podcast. Yeah, we, <laughs> just be crotchety old man on the podcast. I think I'm going to be a fun old man. Uh, I'm going to act insane, <laughs> even if I if I have it. If I don't, I'm just going to act like I am lost, <laughs> just for fun to mess yeah. with people. Oh, absolutely. Oh man, I hope. Uh, so one thing I've been getting into more and more is I rewatched Band of Brothers, oh, and yeah, then there's this that. podcast that's come out from a guy named Roger Bennett where he's going through each one of the episodes with I some of the actors. I listened yeah. to some of those. Yeah, it's been really great. The one he did with Frank John Hughes, who played Bill Garnier, is fascinating oh because garnier was a character Mm -hmm. the way hughes played him was very close to how the real bill garnier was and there's this great story go and listen to the podcast i'm only going to tell this one story but uh garnier went to pick up um i'm sorry uh, frank john hughes went to pick up garnier and heffern from uh, the london heathrow airport and uh he's waiting for him i think this is probably before like cell phones so it's like he's like okay the flight comes in at this time or whatever so he's waiting there and out comes garnier with his crutches he's probably in his i think he's in his 80s at this point mm-hmm. and he just goes hiya kid wheels right past them and he's like oh hey it's the first time they met in person he's like huh okay and then heffron comes out he goes Man needs a cigarette. He stopped taking his meds because he's really excited to party with you guys. <laughs> he said those guys stopped taking like their blood pressure medications so that they could drink with the cast. And at one point then, they're out late one night, and Frank John Hughes is saying, hey, it's 3 a.m. I got to be up in three hours to go film, so I'm going to head to bed. And then Garnier says to Heffern, told you he couldn't hang with us. I killed Germans on no sleep. And so Frank John Hughes goes, Bartender, one more round. She's <laughs> like, okay, well, these old men are out drinking me, so I might as well stick it out. Man, just the stories that they would have. Be, oh, oh, my gosh. I, I guess I might as well tell one more story from it. Um, they were meeting the cast. Garnier and Heffern met the cast, and uh, they met the guy that played Skip Muck. And mm. Muck was you know, close with everyone, seemed like a big character, and friends with Heffern and Garnier. And uh, when uh, Frank John Hughes said, this is Skip Muck, because they all spoke as if they were the characters just to get into it. They Mm -hmm. wanted to be immersed in what uh, an e-company. And uh, he said, this is Skip Muck. And Heffern said, oh, man, I was there when you got it, kid. It's so real. That's just Mm. so real to be like, like, and the actors, I'm sure, felt that even more. Probably motivated them to Mm -hmm. make sure they got it right. But Mm -hmm. just that reality of, oh. This is a real person that they lost. Right. And if you see the actor that played Skip Muck next to a picture of the guy, look just like him. Yep. It was a great cast. Great casting choice there. But. Uh, this has been your Band of Brothers podcast. Sorry, folks. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, I don't know if I have much else to say about Mr. Abe Lincoln because I'm kind of avoiding his presidency. Only because why, so, why? so much of 
when you when you hear a podcast about Abe Lincoln or any information, it's all about his presidency. True, but still, there could, we can have some interesting points of view. We can talk about what do you think? What do you think uh, uh, Abe's favorite food was? Because you have to remember, food was very different back then. Probably not milk. Probably not milk. Probably not milk. So he didn't like. I mean, we're taking out a lot of stuff that a lot of dairy, probably no dairy. Probably maybe not the cheese either. Probably not. So the man probably maybe not even beef. Probably not even beef. Good point. Well, if you look at pictures of him, the dude was like slight in frame. Mm -hmm. He was very. uh, So I wonder if he was more of a vegetarian. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been a vegetarian. Maybe uh, maybe a pescatarian. Isn't that where they like seafood? They eat fish. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he liked some seafood in the Midwest. I don't know. Different. I mean, I could see him eating fish, but like, it was like a catfish or bass or something. Because you have to get out of the Potomac. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're in D.C., so you mm-hmm. got to get some, some... Well, the ocean is right there, too. That's well, I guess true, but... in his presidency, <laughs> but I was just talking about when he lived in the Midwest. Mm. Yep. Mm. So he may not have been so much like a uh, like shrimping, uh, <laughs> shrimping clams kind of guy. <laughs> could they have like deep fried back then? I imagine. I mean, because you only have to heat up oil. I don't know when the art of deep frying was. I'm just in the thinking, dip. like, because you could. Uh, I, I don't know why. Some battered catfish sounds amazing to me right now. Mm. Just that does that sound pretty deep good. Fry. Oh, Mr. Lincoln, if you come back alive, I'll make you some <laughs> deep fried uh, catfish along the way. Oh, that sounds. I so imagine good. they did because I feel like fried chicken was something that was very big. Yeah, Colonel like, Sanders, and he was the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. So but that's turn of the century. That's you know. 40 years before this. Yeah, still. It could have been before. I mean... It wasn't it was like family's recipe? Was Colonel Sanders a legit colonel? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Why did he get the... Why did he get Colonel Sanders? Why not General Sanders? <laughs> why not Admiral Sanders? Admiral Sanders. Because yeah. there's Admiral Nelson and Admiral Jerry. Yeah, there's a lot of admirals. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> there are very there many colonels that. we talk about. I think Colonel Sanders is the only colonel. Colonel can... Mustard, okay. thank you very much, okay. as a big Clue fan. Okay. Uh, there was a colonel, what was his, Custard? Custard or was he a general yeah. when he got? No, he was a no, colonel. He was a colonel. colonel. You only got the colonel? Yeah. That's what happens when you suck, man. You go full head on into oh. a bunch of dudes. You're going to die, dummy. Yeah, right. Bad tactics. Dumb, bad, dumb, dumb. Bad, bad. He's a big dummy, that, that little Custard. Oh, maybe we can talk about him. <laughs> we could, yeah, yeah. We, could, we could BS I'm, about custard. I'm, I'm fine custard. with that. Uh, th- do you think he liked custard pie? I'll bet he looked like a he looked like a jerk. Just look at that face of his. He had yeah. a punchable face, very punchable. I I'd see him eat a room. custard, and I just go, ah, you're the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> you're a you're a you're a dandy there, custard. <laughs> We should do an old timey podcast oh, <laughs> where we talk about that would be <laughs> so use all old timey phrases. Yeah, yeah, I would be down for that. <laughs> talk about like you know Wellington. Be like, huh, you're not a gentleman, you little savage, you. <laughs> Take the glove off, slap him. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Uh, good times. I'm trying to think of other Lincoln uh, factoids. I know they did weird stuff with his body after he was assassinated. What? Mm. Like they transported them all sorts of places. And like view Lincoln's body. Well, More oh at God. ten. Oh God! <laughs> well, yeah, that was kind of that's a they that had, was a thing back in the macabre sort of feeling yeah, yeah, with yeah. death back then. There was a fascination with and, it, and the whole Williams Booth thing, like that was a whole like murder plot uh, where they tried to kill him several times, and finally it was the theater. Mm-hmm. Like there was a part where they were going to ambush him on the president's train, but then he like didn't take the train that day, so they foiled his plans. <laughs> like it was a whole debacle. Did you with, ever watch? 
touched by an angel? <laughs> no. Long... So back in the day, they did yeah. an episode with Booth. <laughs> and like it was supposed to be like they were trying to like convince him not. Uh, no, it starts off in the episode where they're in this school and there's a it's in the classroom. And this mm-hmm. little kid says, when I grow up, I want to be an assassin. <laughs> and that's the start. That's the cold open, folks. And so then the angels like go back in time. I can't remember the reason why, but to like try to get Booth to not be an assassin. But they couldn't quite get him to do it. And he that's still funny. did it. And the uh, the guy the character's name was Andrew and Andrew was the angel of death. <laughs> and Andrew was like trying to tell Booth, don't do it. It's a bad idea. And he's like, I, I want to kill. <laughs> so he, so he kills him. And then they have the whole like scene in the, uh, the barn that got burned down that Booth was in and mm-hmm. all of that. So I will always remember that touched by an angel episode and being like, I don't know if this is a good show or not. <laughs> I'm nine and I don't get art quite as well, but that's mm. funny. Oh, we should! Oh, we should do a mystery science theater episode of that. Of Touch by an angel. angel. Yeah. <laughs> we get Can some we... Roma Downey and Della Reese in there. Oh man, I used to have a crush on Roma Downey. Maybe it was the Irish. I accent. don't know if I remember the show. Really? Yeah. Then we need to watch it just for the theological like uh, uh, expose we could do on all of it. Oh man, it would be great. That would be. It would be a thing. It would be a thing. Look up Roma Downey. <laughs> she was a very pretty woman. A very pretty woman. Yeah, very pretty. Like Julia Roberts. Uh, yeah. I st- anytime I hear Julia Roberts, though, I think of Parks and Rec, and he's in when Ron Swanson says, "Is that the toothy girl from Mystic Pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> I love how Ron Swanson doesn't know who Julia Roberts is. Uh, yeah, she's not bad. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, uh, she's old now. It's fine. Well, yeah. I mean, this was People filming. age. Yeah. Do they? <laughs> well, apparently you don't, Mr. I get carted at Longhorn oh, or was Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. Longhorn. Longhorn. I, I know. Sorry. You've got a little more class than Longhorn. <laughs> Longhorn is like, it's it's a nice place. Uh, it's kind of though the Chili's, I think, of steakhouses. Yeah. I don't so. think Abraham Lincoln would go to Longhorn. He'd go to Chili's, though. I think he'd go to Outback. Ugh. Outback. How dare you? I used to work in an Outback. Well, so yeah. did Nick. And so did I. Yeah. It's good stuff. I think it was good. No. No? no. What's this guy's problem? I go to Texas Roadhouse. I guess so. Please sponsor podcast. Oh, that, would, <laughs> wait, oh, that would be so... First of all, my niece would love it because she loves the biscuits they have. Dude. Oh, those, those biscuits rules. are amazing. They are very good. It's really the butter. Agreed. I think, the butter, butter. I think the butter sets it off. That makes yeah. it, that makes it. It goes from an A to an A plus. It's crack. It's literally buttered crack. We need to see if we could just get sponsors by talking about these places. <laughs> we've we've tried. And uh, yeah, we've talked about a lot of things and <laughs> nothing yet. I'm trying. Nothing, yet. I'm nothing trying. yet. Listen, there's got to be a way we can turn into a D and D millionaire group like those guys you were talking about earlier. Critical Role. Yeah. Critical Role. Hey, sponsor us, Critical Role. Critical Role. <laughs> oh, sponsor us. That would be great. We'll make a t-shirt. Uh, you, they do ad- <laughs> I'm going to go on a Critical Role tangent here for a second. They do ads on their show and to get on as a paid sponsor, it's 60 grand. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, for the little internet show. Okay, so th- we just need to find our niche like that where it's we Me- stay in character and talk about Touched by an Angel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could try to get like MeUndies or Manscape or. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere. Any uh, one of those like code people. Mm-hmm. Kate saw like my. I was scrolling through my phone and I think she saw like a Manscaped one and I just saw this look of like, what the heck are you looking? I'm like, it's Facebook. I'm, I don't want to be on this anyways. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I happened to scroll too far. I saw uh, a manscaped one. I guess they know I've got a lot of body hair. I do too. It's mm-hmm. fine. Did Abe Lincoln have a lot of body hair? Oh, come on. Look at that man's beard, of course. Yeah, he had to have. The chin he, strap? He didn't have a beard until uh, his presidency. Okay. So the man made a change. Decided to go well, with a certain look. Well, because a little girl told him that he looked better with a beard, so he grew his beard. Just some random little girl made him change his mind? Mm-hmm. Grow up, Abe. Come on. Get some more secure about yeah, yourself. Because he was doing speeches when he was president, and she was, this little girl wrote to him, and like, you would look better with a beard, because you have an ugly face. So he... <laughs> How insecure. Dang, little girl. Yeah. You call it insecure, Abe. Man. <laughs> little tough. girl to change your mind. Jeez, I mean, a beardless Lincoln looks kind of weird. Not I've seen lie. the pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, had a, he had a funny face. It was more the ears. He had some he, big old ears. And that hat didn't help either. I thought that was just the style, though. It's true. He was just trying to fit in. It's true. We wrote a uh, political piece on uh, Abraham Lincoln in our band. We did. Really? What was Yeah, that? we were in a band 10 years ago. Yeah, okay. Well, it was more than 10 years ago. A little something like that. 2005. I'm going to guess you were, I'm going to say the drummer. Nope. No. Nope. Right. Bassist. Bassist? That was my second. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, that actually popped up on my Facebook memory. Did All it? those pictures. <laughs> All yeah. I know is if Tim didn't play the guitar, this band definitely didn't deserve to make it then. I really badly played the guitar and sang. You should have played the guitar. Okay. That would have been so much fun to watch you with the guitar. And this is circa 2005, uh, so all the political stuff happened with, like, the anti-Bush thing. And I was like, hey, we should write a political song about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> so he called it Hate-Braham Lincoln. Hate-Braham? Hate-Braham Lincoln. Hate-Braham Lincoln. Yeah, it was my anti-Abraham Lincoln song. How, uh, so how, did, how, how was it received? Uh, well, the, we the, only had one concert. <laughs> we only so the whole back show. <laughs> the whole backstory of this band is we practice like, oh god, a year, maybe like every weekend for like a straight year we practice, and then one day we're like, meh. Like we had like we played one show because it, it was, a, a band canceled, so I was booking what was called Attic the attic in my old church and uh i guess a band didn't show up and so i was like hey you want to play we're all here <laughs> let's <laughs> let's <just> play yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we played this impromptu show and i think we did three songs which one song was really <laughs> a copy we did four songs because because we had sarah and then we had rebecca uh-huh. we started out with sarah and then we ended with rebecca and so wait, you changed band members in the middle of a show? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, okay. That was the name of the song. Oh. But it was the same song. We just swapped out the name. Why? Because so the whole chorus was like, you broke my heart, Sarah, you broke my heart. That kind of emo crap. Yeah. So then for the headline or the final song, we just changed the name from Sarah to Rebecca. Why? So just that like, funny. we could be like, this, <laughs> same you guys song. have all probably heard this song before. <laughs> Sing along if you know it. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> it's literally the same song, just the name was different. Oh, man, that's brilliant. Okay. And, and then Abraham Lincoln was just me screaming facts about Abraham Lincoln. Like he had a top hat, he was tall, and he was the 16th president. <laughs> I don't know why this didn't blow up, guys. Yeah. I really don't know why that wasn't a big deal. Also, our our other song, uh, "Crying Rivers Building Bridges But Not Getting Over Them." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very catchy. First of all, uh-huh. uh, I think you could have made it a little longer, though. Well, again, this is 2005, and all these 
all this emo stuff was like blowing were, up and like were you guys trying to get signed to tooth and nail was that the yeah, dream? yeah tooth and nail was the dream i'm sure oh god i don't think we had a dream with this one at all no like, it, it was, was just, just something fun it was just something fun we did <laughs> oh man I'm just saying, as a former tooth and nail fan, I would have been all over that. Oh, gosh. We practice in our church's nursery. (laughs) Hey, free space. Might as well. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What instrument do you think Abraham Lincoln would have played? Drums. He would. I don't know. It might be too long. I was going to say banjo. Banjo? Oh, yeah. He could have been a a pretty solid. Or uh, spoons. uh, Yeah, he definitely would have been a spoons guy. That's for then. But even nowadays, like. That guy, what does he look like if he were to be around nowadays? Like, oh, okay, he's in a band. Do you think he'd be a guitarist? No, mm. I stick by, I stick with banjo player. Okay, I almost think he'd be in a ska band. Mm. And be in, like, the horn section. Because hmm. if you saw that guy in a horn section, you'd be like, oh, all right, he's got a chin strap beard. That's a, that's probably, a ska guy. He'd probably be pretty good at trombone. Oh, uh, So you're definitely going to have to post this picture. And that's on my Facebook. If you have my yeah, Facebook. it is posted. Oh, it is. Yeah. I, I think that should then be for uh, this episode. I, yes, whenever I uh, get this open on Spotify, I want to see that picture. I want to see which one you're showing him. It's <laughs> just the one of us three. But then you have to like somehow yeah. Photoshop my face in for the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's Abraham Lincoln. Hmm. I okay. So we're gonna be now. Just talking about random things, just to BS about okay. the future. I do think we should do an episode of Touch by Angelo. <laughs> sure. Okay. This is the new format. Uh, yeah, we can do whatever we want. Mm, love it. Yep. We'll title it Touch by Della Reese. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That flows perfectly. And the name Della Reese is just, uh, you hear that and you're like, oh, yeah, that, I'll remember that name. I feel like we'd get. An email, a season. We might, <laughs> although, I think, <laughs> although I think she passed away. Oh, that's even creepier. Della Reese. Uh, we we might get multiple letters. Okay, so she passed away in 2017. Mm-mm. So she's been she's gone. She was. I didn't know she was a singer. Well, really? now I've got to look into her entire career. Well, save that for the episode. <laughs> oh man, I think about the entire cast on here as well. <laughs> I, I, people also search for it. it's just the cast of of uh, Touched by an Angel. That was on for nine seasons. I do not remember the show whatsoever. How did you miss Touched by an Angel? I, I didn't watch like any of those shows as a kid. I don't know it, how I knew about Touched by an Angel. I mean, I know of it. I just never watched it. Did you ever it was watch like it? Seventh Heaven and all those other. Nah, I think that's that was different. That was on a different network. This was on CBS, and it came on I think pretty close to the same time as Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> that's probably why it was bigger. A gem that always gives back. You can always watch an episode of uh, Walker Texas Ranger. And laugh hysterically, mm-hmm. just as they wrote it, just, just as, as they wrote, wrote it. it to be a good old comedy. I didn't watch like anything like that as a kid. No, no. What did you watch as a kid? I watched. I was a really different kid, and I watched uh, Nick at Night, which showed like all those old fifties. Sure, uh, like, I Monsters. Love Monsters. Yeah, I, I love Lucy. Uh, Dick Van Dyke Show. Mm-hmm. Mary Tyler Moore. And Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, that, happy that days. Was, Happy Days? Yep. yep. I watch all those old... Not the current stuff. That was way beneath me. <laughs> 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 I watch the good stuff. The golden era of TV. Good grief. You're an old man already. I am an old man. You ma- okay, I, I, th- I watched all those same shows, too. <laughs> Green Acres. I Green can go Acres. on. I, I can go on for days on all those oh shows. Oh, my gosh. I used Green to watch uh, uh, I Love Lucy. I think, though, Tim is Benjamin Budding. He is Budding? Going, yeah, you're, you're, you're Benjamin... Not I can't say Benjamin Button. It's a process. You're turning into Benjamin Button, so it's Benjamin Budding. Budding. You're gonna be. It's a reverse, though. 
you, you're starting when you were younger as an old man. Mm-hmm. By the time you're 95, you are totally going to be into like Blue's Clues or something like that. I did watch a little bit of Blue's Clues. Okay, well, dadgum, there goes my joke. Thanks. I'm going to throw yeah. something in, and yeah. break it. Well, say that's not reverse Benjamin Button. That's yeah. like actual Benjamin Button. Well, no, because he, was, <laughs> he started as a baby. What? No, no, so, he, no started he started as an old, old man, man and baby. A baby. You're right. All right. I screwed this up, guys. I screwed this up. Yeah. When's the last time you watched Benjamin Button, Caleb? 2013, <laughs> or whenever it came out. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's a good movie. I thought it was it's all okay. right. It's okay. I, th- I think it's Isn't fun. it like four hours long? It's a long one. Yeah. Don't don't watch it if you're in a hurry. <laughs> That's a, you'll have to break it up then. But I thought it was all right. Kate uh, uh, Blanchett's fantastic in it. She's always good in everything. Oh my gosh, yeah. She made a uh, uh, um, ballet. Like, okay, I shouldn't say this. I'm gonna have to fin- now. I have to finish saying this. Dang it. Yeah. She made it look interesting, and I feel bad saying that because my nieces have done ballet for a long time, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's, cool. That's different. It is. It's like a kid's piano recital. Like, you okay, don't well, want to be there, but you do. Well, I did get to see them do ballet at the Fox Theater. Oh, that's For awesome. the Nutcracker, which was great, with the Russian theater company that came mm-hmm, through. Mm-hmm. They were great. Uh, but then I saw her do it, and I was like, oh, well, that's fun. Hmm. That's fun. She was very attractive, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, 100%. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I think that's it. That's it? That's it. All right. Any other Abraham Lincoln stuff? Nope. Great. Nope. Uh, I I like giving the tease of not talking about the Civil War and the presidency because I am wired like that. Uh, So I hope you enjoyed the first iteration of the BS show. And uh, stay tuned. There's more crazy stuff that I have planned for 2022 and beyond, um, including some communication that I'm having with somebody. I'm going to tease that continually. Uh, until it happens. Yep, not going to talk about it. Other than that, know that I you were going to say something. Yeah, we're totally going to talk about that once this shuts off, though. So one hundred percent, we are one hundred percent. Uh, because it's a big deal. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, no promises. Please say it's Roma Downey. Yes. Please say it's, it's Roma. It's Downey. Roma Downey. Oh, that would be great. Pulling her back from the no, 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 no. no. <laughs> She's not dead. <laughs> the other one's I was dead. Until Reese, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Oh, man, it would suck if she passed away now. I'd feel real bad then. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)